there's people anxiously waiting here. They're wondering what's going on. I was like, who oh, are They're like, wow, cat, good job. You're making an entrance. Exactly. All right, and welcome to the station of decapitation without your head. I'm Nasty Neil. I'm Treacherous Trista. Yes, and we're joined by Cad Bernier. It's very cool to have you here. Hey, guys. How are you doing? Very Thanks good. for having me. Thanks for being here. Thank it's you. Very exciting. Yes. FX artist, makeup artist. It's good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> how, how, how does one get into, first of all, like what interested you in that? Um, I think like it's pretty much like I know you've talked to a lot of effects people and people in the film industry. It's I think we kind of all have the same story. Like when you're little, you love stuff and you think like you see things you want to create. I always love to build things. But um, my big thing is when I was little and it hasn't changed, I was afraid of everything. I was afraid of the dark. I was afraid of monsters. And then for some reason, I thought that if I built them, then they wouldn't scare me so much. That didn't really work, but at least it gave me something to do. <laughs> well, what kind of stuff did you make then? Um, I don't, like, when I was, I remember when I was little, my grandpa, like, my grandma and grandpa would, like, build all these crazy awesome things, and they were totally into Christmas, too, and and um, my grandpa... Um, would build costumes and my grandma would help them. And, and he taught me how to do my first little prosthetic. He'd just literally make it out of like silicone, you know, from, a, you know, back then there was no Home Depot, but, um, and he'd make a little mold and, you know, you just kind of learn from there and, you know, oatmeal and glue and shit like that. And, and finding whatever you could to, you know, turn yourself to something, something different, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, Yeah. Um, so did you do anything fun at that time like for Halloween um yeah I mean my like my mom would always like make all of our costumes and um and my grandparents were like ridiculously talented and I don't know I just kind of like I, I I think back then I would just like dress up like most like be a witch or or like or back in the day when they have the plastic you know I was Casper and you couldn't breathe and you yeah. would sweat inside those things. And, and then it cut your lips cause they were all hard. And that's a good point. No one ever mentions that, but yeah, I used to collect yeah, those masks. Cut your like, lips. Yeah. Yeah. They're very dangerous. So, yeah. They are dangerous, but gosh, they were so cute. Like now you look at them and you're like, man, don't you wish it was more of that? Yeah. They make know. the big ones now. Like people put on their walls. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I love that some of that older stuff is coming back in. Yeah. yeah. It's my favorite. Mm -hmm. So when did you just, like, think, like, this is something I would like to pursue, you know, as a career? Um, oh, man, like, I guess the older you get, the more you don't remember time so much because it's just like, you know, you, you're like, I love to paint. I love to build and do things. And then I have this stupid idea, like, I went to college and – I went to school for secondary education to be a teacher and I just, it's like, I love kids and I love all that kind of stuff, but I always just wanted to like make things. And then right, not long before I was supposed to graduate, I just didn't do it anymore. I'm like, I'm not going to do it. And I didn't graduate. Sorry. And, um, and then I just started kind of working towards that. And, um, everybody's working towards something is very different because like for me, it was like painting and building and doing things. I mean, back then we didn't have the internet as much, you know what I mean? Like 
well at all. We had dial up and yeah. you couldn't, you'd have to go to the library. I'd go to the library and I'd like research places to like, like look up things or send letters or whatever. Like it wasn't like nowadays it's like, Oh, I want to figure out how to build a fucking T-Rex <laughs> and they'll figure you, you can watch a video to do it. Mm. I mean, back then you couldn't, you'd be like, well, I got some popsicle sticks <laughs> and some like shitty craft paint. So Let's see what happens. Cotton. Yeah. That's all you need. <laughs> right. Actually, when you, when you brought up oatmeal, I remember reading the Tom Savini uh, book when I was a kid. My brother got it for me for my birthday or Christmas one year. And Those I think it, awesome. Oh, yeah. And I think it was, um, I think it might have been the <clears throat> in Father's Day and Creepshow that like he used oatmeal or, or something for, for part yeah, of the match, like, which was pretty awesome. Like it's, yeah, like when people like, you know, Elmer's glue and cotton and I mean, when you could get latex, I mean, when I grew up, I was from the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. There wasn't any stores. There wasn't, like, Amazon. So you just kind of, like, what can you put on you that isn't going to kill you, you know? Right. Yeah. Exactly. The Internet is good, though. You, I look up a lot, so I uh, make a lot of recipes or anything. You can look up how to do anything on, on YouTube. It's amazing. It's, like, life-changing. It really is. Like, you can... I mean, everything's at your fingertips and you can learn so much from people and you can get a hold of these people. Like I couldn't even imagine being able to talk to the people that you can now just from sending up a personal message or just saying hi that you never would be able to, you know, and that makes me sound old, but I'm not really old. I mean, but it's still, it, it, it switched off so fast, you know? So it's, I mean, it's cool. Like how it is now. I mean, it's some things aren't cool, but you know, uh, you can learn a lot if you're yeah. interested and you want to take the time. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. yeah, you can learn or you can just be a troll and be very negative. Those, yes. Those are your Which options I hate, on the internet. I hate yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> so, Trista, how did you two meet? Oh, well, we met on Purgatory Road, which uh, we shot in Mississippi. Yes. Ooh. And it was, it was, I, I love that place. I love that little town. That circle was so cool. And yeah, um, I was doing straight makeup and then working with Marcus um, Cook on effects and kind of bouncing back and forth. And it was a little difficult, but uh, it was like everybody there was so cool. And uh, it was fun. It was fun. It was cold sometimes, but it was fun. Yeah. Were you always into horror movies? Um, me, like, oh, I always, I, I love them because they scared me, but then they just scared me, which made me like, I'm like, it's like a conundrum. It's like, I'd want to watch them because probably because I couldn't, or I wasn't allowed to watch so much of it. And then, um, like I remember when I was little, um, my, my parents were watching the exorcist and I was really little and I crawled out of my bunk bed and like army crawled into the living room <laughs> um, to just see something. And then at that point, it was when they still had the spider, the spider walk down the, the steps right? Yeah, in the movie before they yeah. took it out. And then they put it back again. Yeah. And I remember it was that part. And then her like on the bed writhing and, you know, like, I was like, oh, it's a hardcore movie even now, even with all the stuff that's come out since. It's still like for me is my favorite scariest movies. It still makes me nauseous, but I'm afraid of devil, ghosts, and bugs. So, yeah. <laughs> that's the three. Yeah, that's the top three. Right. Yep. So, how did you how did you get involved in uh, in horror movies from there? Um, it's kind of like I I you know uh, when I started I, 
I was, like I said, originally from the peninsula. And then when I moved down to um, the lower peninsula and then I was in, moved to Chicago because my sister Angela lived there and I kind of followed her because we're 11 months apart. And, um, and like between in that time, uh, like getting to know going, I never went to the horror conventions. I went to a couple of them. That's when I met Tom Sullivan who did evil dead and he saw my stuff and, and he's just like, one day he was like, Hey, take this job. I'm not doing it. And that was my first bigger one that I did. Pretty cool. By the way, the chat here is a lot of people are saying hello to you. Rich Carpenter says, I love you, cat dog. Aw. <laughs> so hello. And L Purdy says, oh, my God. Hey, cat, I love you. Aw. Marcus Koch says hello. Miss Candace, a lot of people are. Stellar Steven. So we'll Aww. get to all these questions. Um, thank Look, you for sending questions. I'd be very they're happy. happy. They're, like, they're probably like, oh, my God, she took a shower. She brushed her hair. Look at her. <laughs> Don't even know her. <laughs> Well, I did notice uh, overalls, and uh, I, uh, a friend of mine, Sophia Cassiola, she wears overalls when working on movies, and uh, I wore them briefly, and uh, I agree, they're very comfortable, and they're also very useful, because you have all the pockets. Oh, yeah, yeah. I started wearing bib overalls, like, forever ago. I had a pair, and when I was little, and they were, like, supersized, and they were the striped bib overalls, and since then, like, anytime I'm working... If I'm painting, even if I'm not on set, if I'm doing something creative, I always wear them. I think now I'm on my fourth or fifth pair. They last forever. The Dickies last forever. But um, so it's kind of cool. It's like a story on them. And it's I don't wear them to like have a style. I wear them just because I don't. It's just a thing that I do. They're useful. And yeah, anyone that knows me, any movie I work on or anything, I'm always wearing my babs. And um, yeah, and I wear them super, super big so I can like stick so much in them i mean it's almost disgusting <laughs> i've seen pictures of me and i'm like oh god i look horrible but like it doesn't matter i mean you're doing your job <laughs> yeah they're very, i found them to be very useful yeah they're fun they're fun and then when at the end of the day you drop them on the hotel floor you take a shower all you got to do is change your underwear and your t-shirt and you're good for the next day yeah, they're very you practical. don't have to think twice right don't ask me why but i actually have a pair on this bookshelf down here <laughs> Honestly, nice. Yeah. Uh, Jay Burns, we love you, cat. So talented. Ah, love you, chair. Daniel Stempian says he misses you, cat. Oh wow! Everybody, thanks for coming on. Sorry, it took me so long to get on. <laughs> they were yelling at me too. And Marcus says the bibs are classic. Yeah. <laughs> I got the, I got the brunt of the. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, everybody's like, geez, and I'm like, it wasn't my fault. It was all Neil's fault. That's all it was. <laughs> so that's what happens here. Everyone blames me. No, I would never blame you. You were way too into Christmas. I really approve. No, it was my fault. Yeah, I thought maybe I was going overboard since it's a horror show, but I was like, oh, no, it's like, fun. No, I, know, I, didn't, I didn't put this much, up, much stuff up for Halloween, but Christmas, I have all the lights up. I don't know. I think it's amazing. I think more people should do it. I mean, I agree. more people should be surrounded by things and make them happy. Right. I'm going to miss not? them when Christmas is over. I'm going to have to I start find a holiday every month and keep Arbor them up. Day or put up all these trees. And <laughs> no, why not? Little tiny trees. Right. Yeah. yeah. yeah Tristan's <laughs> got a cactus back there, which I, I found out earlier is going to grow to six feet tall. 
Really? I only recently found this out. Yes. <laughs> I need wine. I need wine. So when I'm gone, I don't have to worry about watering. Market. I didn't know. <laughs> I just I like the idea over time, over over periods of the show. You can you can figure out how far along the show is. Like, oh, this yeah. is oh yeah, uh, season yeah. two. Look at sudden, all look how big the tree is. Yeah. yeah, all of a sudden we're all wrinkly, and it's like, damn, it only grew this far. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's true six feet, but for over how long? Maybe right. it's like over yeah. fifty years or something. I think so. you're I think you're safe, Trista. <laughs> who knows? It could yeah, be like, um a little shop of horrors situation. I was thinking I was like if it starts to sing to you and wants you to feed and feed it blood. Then. As you, long as you record it. <laughs> as long as it's on video, it's okay. Of course. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> we'll find people to feed it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There's plenty it's of people. Appropriate for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> right. So always look on the bright side. Absolutely. So, uh, Miss Candace wants to know about the Burn Betty story. Oh, Burn Betty story. Well, that's a picture that's on something that you like on the post. Oh, the band. And, okay. Yeah, I built that. For John Schroeder, he was a production designer. He still is, I'm assuming. I haven't talked to him in a little bit. We call him Superman. And he was doing a movie up in, um, I think, New York. And um, I built it and sent it to him. And he ended up, uh, like, getting in an accident and the, like, a little car fire kind of thing. And then, yeah, they were trying to pull the, the burnt body out. Oh, like no, it's a prop. But damn, <laughs> but her teeth looks good because it's an impression of my teeth. Of wow, my, like, sweet teeth. <laughs> <laughs> She's kind of in it, yeah. That's like that, yeah. But uh, yeah, like, yeah. Her, Betty's been around. She's at the dump now. Oh, that's oh, that was a sad ending. Oh. Yes. <laughs> well, she needed to go at some point. I like made her with like. I did tons of layers, but I also used gelatin to give it that really nice, like, translucent flexibility. And we were in a budget, couldn't use silicone. So she was in my garage in a box, and some mice ate on her. So, like, oh. and they had a delicious meal. Yeah. Poor Burnt Benny was through a lot of, uh, a lot of yeah, stuff. Wow. Yeah, Besides yeah. being burnt, she's been eating yeah. a rat, a mice. And, yeah. Oh, Betty. <laughs> Uh, Pale Petra says, oh, my goodness, Kat, we miss you. Uh, you're a beautiful rock star. Everybody's way too nice. Yeah, Austin H., we miss you back home, Kat. Aww. And uh, Rich, uh, Rich, uh, Rich says, this is Stephanie. Tell them how you used to dress up as Reagan and scare the crap out of everyone in the house in the middle of the night. Yeah, I did do that. I did. That's, <laughs> like I said, that was my my very favorite scary movie. And um, so that would be the one, like I've done makeup on myself quite a few times, but um, the exorcist makeup, I think you've seen it, Neil, haven't you on my... Yeah, I like that. I really like that on the uh, on your Facebook. Yeah, so I would do that. And I think there was one time that um, uh, Stephanie, like Richard and Stephanie, like uh, we were at the house and their sister... Uh, Trace was sleeping. And so I did the makeup and then I kept all, all the lights were out. So I like crawled across the floor, like dragging my body. And then I slowly put my face up by her face. And I can't remember. I think I had a lighter or something to give some light. 
And, and I was like, ah. I was like, ah, like that. You do the yeah. voice very well, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't good. Like she almost punched me, and then she <laughs> the for hell. <laughs> but sorry I to laugh else. at you being punched. <laughs> no, almost she didn't get me. Punched. She didn't yeah. get me. I was spry. I was spry. Right. I love that you're afraid of everything, but you're tormenting others. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, well, you have to. Like you know, everyone should feel your pain. <laughs> Seems reasonable. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So when I was looking over all your your credits on IMDb, a uh, lot of lot of lots of things stood out. But uh, we're still here is actually I list as my favorite movie that year it came out. I can't remember exactly. Oh, exact really? Year. But I, I really love that movie. Uh, very funny, I think, which some people might overlook. But and uh, yeah, it actually is. So what was that like? I think it's very funny. I also like this lot of veteran actors in it, and uh, I really like everything like, about the movie, like Monty being in there and Larry and Barbara Crampton and. Yes. I mean, it's more Monty's more of a veteran. I mean, I mean, obviously all of them are, but like, like, like I always think of like when I see Barbara, geez, she looks like she's still 20, you know? And um, yeah, like doing the year still here was awesome. I love that movie. I love doing it. Um, It was crazy. Like we were filming in upstate New York outside of Rochester. It was in um, Palmyra. And, um, and I mean, there were some days it was like a hundred, like, uh, wait, it was like, uh, I don't know, like 13 below zero or more. And, um, we were filming in this beautiful old house and the people that owned it were amazing and let us do whatever we wanted to, because they were going to rehab it. And, um, yeah, I mean, it was cold. It was (laughs) cold, but I mean, I don't know. Like everybody really had fun being there and that made it so much better. Like we were doing something cool. You know, like, that's the cool thing about finding a movie. And Ted Super was just so, like, like just sweet, you know, and just would listen and stuff like that. So, Is it, yeah. like, I don't know him really well, but I knew him a little bit because he did, before he made the movie, then did went on Mohawk. He, uh, he worked in PR for movies. He would, you know, yes. send me, you know, to, hey, plug this movie. Whatever. And then it was cool to see him go on and make his own movies. Yeah. He was uh, like, I, I found it very exciting because like, it's hard because I mean, everybody has their own personality, right? And especially with directors, like I, there's never going to be a time that I'm going to say like something negative about somebody because I think, I think that everyone put in a situation when they're really stressed, you will see parts of them that norm- they normally wouldn't put out, you know? Mm-hmm. But Ted never did that. Ted was just like super excited to do it. And he was just always so happy. And he was like, I love watching with the actors. He was just like really like a, uh, like a actor director kind of like into that. And also very um, supportive of effects and knowing how much time it it takes because of his background and, and him understanding. So that is always really helpful when you're working with somebody, when they understand Ooh, the time suckers. Cause like special effects is the biggest time sucker in the world. Mm-hmm. Like people are like, Oh, we want like ask tons of special effects. And then we're like, but we have five minutes. <laughs> what can we get? And I'm like, well, here's a Q-tip and here's a match. Let's light it on fire. And that's what you got. Like, you know, it, it just, you, you need time to do it. And like Todd was cool about it. You know, they took the time mm-hmm. to do it. 
A uh, great look of the movie. I like it too that it's a great combination of both the effects are really good, and the monsters when you see them are cool, and uh, also just a great uh, long story. It's you know kind of a slow story to begin with, and then you need right, to tell them. yeah. So it's a good combination of everything, I think. Yeah, it does. It. I mean, it has like the the thing that I found interesting on that. It has like like slower moments but the slower moments never made me bored yeah exactly so um they were like really good parts of the story so i thought i mean i love the way it turned out and, and like i said it was cool to work on and and i mean i mean you have Alyssa dowling and then um and then guy that was in their makeup and that's a lot of makeup to be in and they were just like really great about it yeah, you know. and that's a great look for the. I don't know if they're if you get some ghosts or whatever, but uh, you know they look they look like they've been burnt and they're just very creepy looking. Yeah, it definitely was a unique design, and that was all Marcus, like his idea of doing that, and um, it was something that you just different from what you would see. I think normally, because I think some people be like, well, I want them to be actually just like an authentic burn. It was like really cool with the chard, and um, I think really differently stylized which the kind of like made it different which is nice to see something different yeah, yeah. and you mentioned barbara crampton i'm a huge fan too and uh, larry fessler awesome. i'm also a big fan of so. mm-hmm. yeah he's really nice yeah. i mean for him he had to do the appliances and he sat like a little statue and let me do it and they turned out gorgeous because he was so patient to let me do my job so yeah i uh, do you have a question trista yeah, as you, uh, or I guess we mentioned earlier, Kat and I met uh, working on Purgatory Road. So I'm just wondering, actually, how you came to work on that film. So that one, again, like, that's, like, in those veins of, like, when Marcus and I were doing, um, like, just strings of movies. And, um, and I, like, somehow, like, I don't know, if Mar- I'm sure Marcus knew Mark. And so he, um, Marcus asked me on with that one. So we went and did it. I mean, Mark was a, another awesome one to work with. It was cool because when you work with Mark Savage, it was like, like for me, I think it's very important to, if you have issues or time constraints to go, to be able to actually talk to somebody and be like, hey, I know that you guys are running behind today. I know you have a lot to do. We have a lot of facts to do. So let's, you tell me honestly how much time you have and let's work together to figure out what we can do. And, and he was super flexible about it and, and very open. So that's again, like always a blessing to work with people like that. Was Trista, Trista hard to work with on, on the movie? Oh my God. Oh my God. Am I allowed to talk about that? <laughs> you can be honest. No, you're amazing. I'm a and total nightmare. He already knows. <laughs> Your little rubber boots were so delicious and cute. No, like she she was not one bit of a pain in the ass at all. She was always just super happy. And it didn't matter. Like some people get bummed out when the weather's crappy or if things are going their way. And Tristan was never that way. She was always like really just happy to be doing like make believe like we're doing. I mean, cause in a way, I mean, you have stressful days, but you should have fun. This is all not real, you know? So. Yeah. Yeah. I was, on, I've been on set with Tristan. Uh, it was very cold and, and she's a trooper. And she's, yeah. She's awesome. Yeah. She just, 
Yeah, she's always just like a really shiny, positive star. Mm-hmm. And like, if you ever feel down or in the dumps or you feel overwhelmed, like she's always, I don't know, she's just like happy. So it like. Yeah, honestly, not just because Trista's here, but she was uh, very, very uh, motivational to me because uh, I have a small part in the movie and I've never really acted. And But she was very supportive and uh, made it happen. Yeah, I always apologize that she's very talented and she's in a she's in an upcoming movie with the total imbecile. But oh my gosh, but, you know, not like, I've been considering accepting his apology. <laughs> <That's>, yeah, <laughs> you're like you just gotta wait. You gotta make sure you're in the mood to do that. <laughs> Thank you guys. Hopefully, we'll all. I'd love to be able to see you guys on set another time, both of you. Oh, it'll happen. It'll happen. I love that. Yeah. Along those lines, what, what, what's this time been like uh, this last year? Oh, for you guys? or uh, for, for you, <laughs> you know, for uh, I assume a lot of things you had planned, you didn't, didn't come to fruition. And... Um, you know what? Yeah, this year's been weird, but it's weird for everybody, right? Sure. And um, that's, that's I mean, actually, I had a lot of opportunities to work. I had to pass on them because there's a lot of things that um, I was thinking and, and making sure that it would weigh out the right way. Um, the last one I did was Willie's Wonderland and that went through, I came home in March. Um, and then I kind of like, you know, sadly when I would be working, like I got, um, like Roy from sort of facts calling me and stuff like that. Hi Roy. If you're there, if not, I love you Roy anyway. And, um, but, uh, it was my choice, you know, to not do them. And, 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 but I got to do like, uh, I just finished, um, I think like a month ago I did, uh, worked with Jason McBain. He did, um, this music video rocking the apocalypse. It's so fun. And actually, um, I did makeup for it. And since it was like quarantine kind of thing, I ended up doing makeup on myself. Um, so I was in it, which normally I don't like, normally I'm like in things, but I'm background people because they force you to, you know what I'm talking about, Trista. They're like, we don't have enough people here. We got to have the crew be in here. Um, so I did that. And then now I'm doing, um, I'm building some stuff for paradox universe. They're doing a film, um, in January. So I'm building it at the house and I'm shipping it off. Oh, so, but but next year is going to be, I'm, I'm, I'm really praying and hoping next year is going to be a lot better for everyone. And it'd be really awesome to just start like working and feeling good about working again and safe, you know, because it's not just yeah. about my safety. It's literally about the people that I'm doing makeup on. I'm touching their biggest organ on their body. So mm-hmm. it's very important to me for safety. Uh, 67 Dano says, uh, great to see you, Kat. Hopefully your next Texas film won't be as miserably hot. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Texas is always hot. Uh-huh. <laughs> Many stories about Texas. They're all good. They're all good. All right. Which is harder to work in, the, like the negative 13 degree weather or the very hot weather? Um, I think, honestly, I think when it comes to uh, – Logistically, it would be probably the hot weather. The cold weather doesn't work when you're trying to like build and have something set. And um, I mean, they're both bad, but like heat's the worst because like I've done movies that have things totally set up for like massive prosthetics that you build 
and then you go to put it on and it's like 107 and, and then it just falls off in a couple minutes or less than that. So yeah, I'd say heat, but I hate cold. So, but <laughs> yeah, they both kind of suck. Yeah. Uh, terrible Troy has joined us. How's Hello. Hello there. <laughs> Hello. Uh, How's it going tonight? Great. Good to see you. Good so, to see uh, you. Yes. Uh, this came up in the chat earlier, but I was waiting until we talked about uh, we're still here. Um, Stellar Steven wants to know about Mohawk. And I also want to know, did your, did, that, did uh, doing we are still here lead into Mohawk? Um, yeah. Because um, we are still here was done by Todd and then Mohawk by Todd and Travis Stevens was obviously part of it oh, too. I know him too. Yep. And um yeah, so doing Mohawk, like I thought that was really cool. Like we didn't have to worry so much about like um like there's some things like if I was doing straight makeup or anything like that or for the people who do costumes or even prop production, um, which we do have did have to do quite a bit of like molds for things for people for weapons on Mohawk. But uh, we didn't have to do as much research for that one because um, like, like your body's pretty much your body since forever. So like chapping somebody in half looks the same. So that was helpful. (laughs) Yeah. So it's like blood's red. It's always going to be red or like different types. If it's coming out of your mouth, maybe it's foaming a little bit, but um. But, but it was cool and it was really interesting filming up there and it was beautiful and, and it, what an interesting story to be a part of and also make it as real as you can. And it's tough because doing special effects, you have to really go on the line of what looks real and what your brain can comprehend. Because if you actually have ever looked at real pictures of things that have happened to people, it doesn't even look real. Mm-hmm. Interesting. It's <laughs> yeah. So, do do you have to uh, along those lines? Do you like look at uh, what kind of research do you do? Depending, you know, what kind of movie you're making. I I mean, it really depends on what's going on and how people are killed. I mean, and it's no offense to like a lot of people that kill people in movies, but like people kind of have that same like through all my career, I probably killed people a lot, like, I don't know, in a pile of 25 different ways, many times, you know what I mean? Like, you're going to cut off their hand, their arm, you're going to eviscerate them, you're going to chop their head off. It's interesting when somebody does go above and beyond and make it something different, you know, but, uh, you know, it's hard to find a different way to kill somebody, you know? There's only so many things you can do. Yeah. If, if it's something that uh, is totally, you know, fantastical or like some type of science fiction thing that there would be no like reference to, like, uh, is that exciting to just be able to create it from scratch? I think so. I think more of like, uh, like realizing when you look at the script and the character and then talking to the director, the producer or whatever, and going like, okay, like, just like when people talk about zombie, well, what kind of blood do you want? Or is it going to be just no blood coming out because they're dead? There's so many questions. And then on top of that, it's like, you know, if it's an alien or whatever, like it's all about interpretation of what they want. And if they don't know what they want, then you kind of make a call on that. Um, 
I mean, I wish that, I mean, gosh, there's so many horror movies out there. It's, it is kind of hard to be like more original and more like, like, holy crap, somebody just, I mean, think of anything that you could do to somebody. I think it's been done on a movie Mm -hmm. for the most part. There's probably a couple things that I don't want to know about that hasn't been done. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Anyone out there knows of. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure there's some things that it, like, but mm, anyone mm. here in the chat, I'm like, uh. yeah. And, uh, Steven says he really liked the native war paint in uh, Mohawk. Yes, that the war paint was done by um, by the straight makeup team, and um, and I know that they did research on that, and they also had like guy gains that are uh, that he he was actually the burnt. Um, father in we are still here and he was doing all like the wardrobe and stuff like that so um yeah i was really exciting like i I was really excited watching mohawk because i was wondering how that how it would be taken how people because i think a lot of times if if something doesn't excite somebody really fast or unless you're chopping people up like 24 or 7 on a movie like a lot of people get bored and and I mean, Mohawk had so many interesting visuals that I think it, like, I loved it. I thought it was like a really great, cool movie. I was really proud of Todd. Uh, Rich, uh, a lot of people saying hello. I think we are. Uh, oh my. Uh, I love Ashley you guys. Ward so. says, uh, very proud of you as well. Aw, love you, Ashley. Uh, Tristan, you have another question. Yeah, can you tell us about Zombie Army Productions? Uh, Zombie Army Productions is a production company that I've been around with. I mean, they've been around for forever. I think I've known Teresa and John, and they're the founders. John the Flame Boy, Teresa Walker. Um, I think, I mean, gosh, I've known them for like 13, 14 years. Um, They're like an incredible crew that literally, um, they they own and run 200 houses. the well, the one they run, the other within they are corners of, and it's Hell's Gate, and it looks like Hell's Gate looks like something out of like Disneyland. It's crazy. It's like a Scooby Doo thing. Go in. It's all everything. It's hardwood floors, chandeliers. You you like every walls move. You go underneath um, fireplaces. It's just so cool. And um and and they've done movies that I've worked with with them and um and. They have paintball stuff. They, I mean, they're just like this company that like just doesn't stop and they strive for protection, like total perfection. And I mean, they're badasses. I mean, I think I'm constantly trying to tell people, I'm like, work with them. If you're doing a movie, go up. It's in Lockport, Illinois. It's right outside of Chicago. They literally have acres of land and all this cool sets and stuff like that. And their workforce is crazy. They have like, hundreds of people that are under their command kind of thing. Like it's really cool. It's something interesting and they're fantastic humans too. So you can't beat that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rich says, uh, tell Kathy, Mikey says hi. Oh, hi, Mikey. <laughs> <laughs> You're so popular. <laughs> oh, that's because nobody sees me. That's the best way to be popular. You just don't like you stay in a little hut. <laughs> then people <True>. miss you. <laughs> I don't give people enough time to miss me, I guess. Oh, well, I don't know. I miss you already. What I'm saying, <laughs> oh, all your Christmas stuff. Come on. So, You're killing. 
Well, thank you. I appreciate that. You can't quite see that these actually are, are really. Oh, I, I think can they're see probably them. more annoying to me than anyone else. But. Oh, I can see. I can see the light up. They're, they're actually reflecting off my my. Uh, I have I have camera. lights everywhere now, so I'm loving it. <laughs> All right. uh, American guinea pig movies. So this is yes. these are you know extreme gore films. Correct. Uh, so I guess first of all, like, how did you get involved in that, and uh, what do you think of that genre? Um, again, that's Marcus. Hi, Marcus. <laughs> um, yeah, like he, uh, Marcus has done since the beginning with Stephen Byro, and Stephen Byro runs Unearth Films. Yeah. And um, so when they were doing Bloodshock, which was the second one of the American Guinea Pig, um, Marcus was directing it, and so. He asked me to work with him on it. And um, I mean, those are really interesting because like they have a huge following and, um, and they are extreme gore and they, they don't pull, but like they don't hide anything. They don't pull anything back. I mean, it's no joke. If you don't have the stomach for it, you just don't watch them, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, but uh, it's crazy. The amount of time and effort that they'll put it into them with like, I mean, they're definitely dealing with a particular budget, but I think they do like incredible work and they really give these people that love the underground um, and like extreme gore, like definitely worth their money. You know what I mean? Like they're giving them what they want. So, yeah. Is, is that, uh, what kind of preparation do you do to do that kind of work? Well, with that one, when I went there, like Marcus was starting a lot of sculpts and stuff like that. So it was pretty much that we were just working side by side and getting stuff done pretty much like any movie, you know what I mean? And then even after, um, like when I was supposed to leave, like we were running a little bit behind in the, the, I mean, for the people that haven't seen it, I don't want to, I mean, I know that the movie has been out for a bit, but I don't want to say that ending, but that ending was literally done like right before we had to like throw them in the shower and get them on a plane. Oh, wow. And then I think like, like Steven worked it out so I could stay an extra day to help them finish the last day. And it was just like, I, I it's very impressive because you have a lot of people getting together that really want to make a product and really want it to look really good. And they take the time to do so, you know, and they're not really they're They won't stop because they're not, you know, they're all working together and a lot of people are like just helping. So it's not, it's not as though you're going in as like a regular movie that you're like, okay, you're getting paid this much a day. Here's per diem if you get it. And, um, and you're staying in this hotel and when it's done, you leave with these movies, they like really put it out there. So they spend the time, mm-hmm. which I think is really awesome. You know? Yeah. I've known Steve a long time, Biro and, uh, and he's very passionate about uh, not just his films, but all the movies that they put out. Absolutely, yeah. When they find and they get more, when he gets more movies, he like goes way out of his way to promote them. I mean, he doesn't just like sit, you know, and just be like, "Oh, here you go." If you guys want this, I mean, he pushes them out, and it's a lot of stuff that people want to see that they haven't been able to get. So, yeah, I mean, kudos to him and to them. I mean, I, you know everybody has their niche in what they're doing and um, it's cool for people that want to find that particular like movies and stuff like that to be able to have a place to go to get them. 
And I, you know, I, I, he took his sorry. purgatory, but purgatory wasn't as, as extreme. I yeah. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, purgatory. I mean, uh, yeah, because he ended up to, ended up going on Earth, on Earth, didn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. because yeah. I met him at the premiere. Okay. Um, yeah, and we hung out afterwards. But um, but yeah, I, I I don't think purgatory was nearly as extreme as. No, not at all. Yeah, not at yeah. all. I mean, it was still like had you know. Um, oh yeah, it's not Disney films. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Right, but it's not. Yeah. Uh, even some of the later American guinea pig ones, uh, like uh, Songs of Solomon, isn't as extreme as uh, the first few mm-hmm. uh, American guinea pig movies. But. Right, right. Yeah. Did like, you know it was going to be black and white? I... Sorry to interrupt you. Oh, I'm sorry. Go I ahead. I just wonder if you knew it was going to be black and white and if that has any effect on what, what you're doing on your end. Um, yeah, like when, um, when I – flew down to Florida and I was talking to Marcus and Marcus mentioned that's what he was going to do. And I thought that was really awesome because obviously for anyone that's watched it at the very end, there's a twist, you know, and, um, but, uh, um, I, it really didn't. I mean, unlike when you read stuff about like certain set designs and stuff like that, that people would use certain colors to give a certain hue for a black and white. Um, no, I don't think they like did anything different per se. Um, I mean, because anything with that now, the technology is so different. You yeah, can see so like, you could do that probably post, like, yeah, you can go in and with you can, the colors like, and stuff. Yeah, you can shoot everything like super bright and then then compress it. And yeah, so Tristan. All right, uh, did you have another question, Trista? Start, yeah, do you have any uh special effects horror stories? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> I do, but like that'll be in and you know me so that'd be probably the one thing I won't talk about. Um <laughs> I because like every time you do a movie, you always like even if you it's the best there's always gonna be a time when you're doing a movie. Even if it's the best movie that you're gonna have that day that you're like, Can you just shoot me in the head or I'm gonna smash my head against the face or I just wanna die or I'm so tired <laughs> I haven't slept. Um, and then there's other ones that like, literally it's like, Oh, some, some shit is going down. Um, but yeah, I just, I've, I've never been a person to like, if we were talking separately and it wasn't around other people, like we could talk about it, but it's, I, I, yeah, I just don't because I'm just, even when I do a movie, I'm just lucky to do a movie. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm. I mean, I get paid to do this for a living. Holy shit. Thank you. But like appliances that have caused issues. Yeah, that happens a lot. That happened a lot. That happened on Daylight Sun in um, Texas. And that movie actually turned out really amazing. Um, But like I did, um, like I did pre-production build for like a month and a half because they were were like kind of vampire-y things. So we had all these appliances, everything. I built it all by myself. We showed up on set. We ended up, we were filming in um, uh, a courthouse in downtown Dallas, Texas, where um, Lee Harvey Oswald's cell was. And the, the floors we were filming on had no air conditioning. So it was really, really hot. 
it was really, really hot, over 100 degrees hot. And humidity was like over 32%. I mean, they were constantly trying to work on it to get air circulation. And it was uh, it was scary for me to like come and show up and do all these things. And I had I did a test makeup and sat my friend Eileen up there. She was a production designer. And I put it on her. And I sat her up in that room. And I set the timer on my phone. And it was, I think it was like, 38 seconds or 42 something like that and um the it was like medical grade adhesive it was silicone it was nothing that was swelling up it literally was just like and just falling off her face and she was sweating so much that even the alcohol based with proper sealers or um filters everything underneath was just within under a minute it was coming off and that was mine like holy shit what am i going to do for the next six weeks it was terrifying. <laughs> I was like, oh. So, yeah. But after that, I had to, like, go clean her up and then sit and talk to the director and go, okay, in a half a day, we have to figure out how we're going to change every look for this entire movie uh, before tomorrow. So, yeah, that's one of the ones. I mean, it's, shit happens, you know. And you figure it out because what else do you do? You, you can't stop. So, you just, you know, I don't know, pulse it. You're like, pull something out of your butt and then make sure it looks really good in the meantime. So you mentioned Christmas a few times, uh, and this is without your head. So do you, have a, do you have any favorite Christmas horror movies? And you've also worked on a lot of them. Yes. Well, I will say, because I was on the internet and I did see that somebody was talking about Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer I love. You know, the Rankin Bass? Yeah, yeah, I do And then everybody's talking about, because I have all the figures, I collect them all, and, like, that somebody killed, you know, at the end when they're throwing all the misfit toys out with, like, yeah, the, yeah. and then they they're like, well, yeah, the fish in the bowl, they didn't give them, a, uh, like, a parachute. They just threw them out. <laughs> so, yeah, so that's a murder. Sorry to laugh, that's terrible, yeah. Yeah, look it up, dude, and they did do that. And then, of course, Harry Potter. There's a lot of killing in Harry Potter, and that's definitely a Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. Um, shoot. But all those claymation uh, Christmas movies are great. I'm obsessed with Rankin-Bass. I think it, I I'm mean, right it just you. brings you back to the best time, like Baby New Year and, and Freeze Miser and Heat Miser and stuff like that. You know, makes you feel little again. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, and other than that, like, I love, like, I'll always watch, like, a horror Christmas movie because I, and on top of that, I watch pretty much any movie. Yeah. And even when people are like, this movie's horrible, I'll watch it and I'll find something I like out of it. I'll be like, dude, that's, that design was awesome. Or, damn, that lighting was cool. Or, look at that shot. That shot was like a running shot for like two minutes. Like, you know, look at that dolly shot. Like, I find something I always like. So, yeah. I don't know. I'm that person that's like, ah. Oh. That wasn't I, bad. I have a soft spot for Christmas horrors. Mentioned on the show. Uh, even there's some ones that are, clearly aren't good, but I enjoy them. Yes, uh, right. Yeah. There's a lot of great ones though. It yeah. seems to me there's more horror movies set in Christmas than there are on Halloween, which I find very odd. But I know, and I think there should be. I'm like, you know, it's that that whole thing of like, man, like, okay, let's be honest. Halloween for people at house is our favorite time. Mm-hmm. That. And for me, it's Christmas is equal. It's like, they should do more. I don't know why that people kind of like, 
brush off of it. I think everything goes into ebb and flow. Everything's like, well, right now, when was it like, gosh, probably in the last 10, like 10 years ago, it was all like, everyone needs to be from a college and they all got to be super hot. And then they're all going to go somewhere in a van and they're all going to get killed, you know? And it's like, I mean, dude, can't we, let's go back to a haunted house. Yeah. That's why I mentioned uh, uh, we're still here. I, I like I I like to see a movie where there's like veteran actors. Where nothing against young people, obviously, but uh, we've seen it so often. It's nice to see some uh, some different people on on a movie instead of the typical young adult that are all supermodel levels. Yeah, I too, I like a billion percent agree because like the thing for me is like when you look at movies in like the seventies and even in the eighties, it was like. I, I could, I could like. They, they were good like, looking people, but they were also believably good looking. Yeah, people. it was like there were some people that had some hair on their back, or there's some people that like, like didn't have the perfect skin. They they had like they looked normal, and then you could associate with them. Mm-hmm. I think the big thing is, I mean, that was during like the '90s, 2000, that it was like make everyone supermodel hot, and I'm like, for me, I don't believe a story unless I can relate. And if I see a hot chick that her boobs are so big that it's up to her mouth and she's running and her hair is down. And if somebody's going to kill me, my hair is going up in a ponytail, man. And I'm going to run. I'm not going to have high heels on. I'm going to put some shoes on. I'm going to put a sweatshirt on. I'm going to make sure I'm warm, whatever. It's like, I kind of like the fact that they're going back to like, I want some, I want to see like a lady that's like a grandma that isn't like, 40 years old. I want to see a dude that's cutting wood that doesn't have arms the size of like a toothpick. Like, (laughs) I mean, make it real because that's what people, in my opinion, I think that's what people believe. I mean, I know maybe not everyone. I'm right with you. I mean, people can watch porn if they want to see the pretty people. Right. So I have many, uh, no, I've got all my, uh, all all of that uh, saved here on the laptop. (laughs) <laughs> uh thoughts on working with bruce willis or you have a bruce willis movie come out breach yeah steven it, yeah that was that was an interesting movie we filmed that down in fitzgerald um georgia the town was awesome like every i love filming in small towns like everyone just is like super nice you know and they always have the best thrift stores and i love thrift stores I and um, I'm just going to Boston and checking out. The <laughs> oh man, yeah. dude, that's my favorite. And um, you know, it was really cool. It was interesting because we kind of had to film the movie, and then Bruce came in, and then we had to film a bunch of th- things more, and then Thomas Jane came in, and then we filmed them more. And um, yeah, they were all like, they were really easy, at least for me to work with. You know, um, uh, Bruce, Bruce's uh. Double Eric and his stunt guy Stuart are the best. <laughs> they were my favorite. So, yeah, it was. They were just, and I've worked with Bruce's daughter Rumor before, and um, so yeah, so it was like you know, there he was sweet, you know, and Rumor was amazing to work with. Very good. Uh, Tristan, another question. Do you have any advice for aspiring FX artists? And this is Beverly, by the way. She's crashing. <laughs> oh, oh, my gosh. <laughs> Kisses to the kitty. Um, well, she's out. 
She's done here. <laughs> David like, usually like, is the so, one who makes the appearance. Like, so Beverly wants some screen time. <laughs> of course. She's a kitty. Um, I think the big thing is, is like I talk to people and, and, and they like, oh, what can I do? Or how can I get on a movie? And, and that's like their first, usually their first question. I want to be on set. I want to do this. And, and because of the difference in age, it's a little difficult for me to be like, oh, well, you know, just do this. I think the big thing is you want to, you need to want it. And now that there's so much things accessible on the internet, like your ass should be on the internet and watching tutorials and learning things and practicing and pla- practice on your arm, your leg, like get up like a, like a big, you know, those big ass burpee heads that you get that you curl their hair, like get one of those and practice on it, whatever. But like practice and try, because I think my biggest issue is when people talk to me and they're just like, okay, tell me what I'm going to do to get on a movie. And I'm like, well, do, have you, how much makeup have you tried? Have you sculpted? Have you done a mold? Have you like, you know, it's immediate. It's, it shouldn't be immediate for gratification. It should be, you got, I mean, you got to put the hours in. That'd be like somebody being like, tell me how to be an actor. Well, have you ever even st- stood in front of the mirror and see what your face looks like when you're making, like, can you perform? Can you make somebody believe you? You know, I think people need to put the time in, um, I mean, because it's crazy, like it took me forever to get wherever I'm at now. Right. But now I'm on set and I see people that are like 21 and they're key. They're a key on set. I'm like, how the hell did that happen? <laughs> Man, back in the day, you'd have to like do shit to get to be a key. So I think it's, I think people just need to be proactive and work hard before they just assume that they can get somewhere further than that. I hopefully that doesn't sound bad. No, I no, think that I think goes for great. Yeah. yeah. And, and I have that with acting too, of course. Like everyone, you know, anyone you tell you're an actor, which I don't do very often, but if you do, everyone is, for some reason, in my experience, I find that everyone wants that, right? Wants oh, yeah. Yeah. To be on a film set. But, but similarly, a lot of, times I don't find someone that you know unless there's a lot of actors that I know that are actors but then there's a lot of people that have never done a play like you're saying that um, right right want the same thing right and it's hard it's hard to um advise someone when you're like well I've spent my whole life uh committed to this and I've made a lot of sacrifices and I right I work hard. Want, like a magic potion. Yeah. It's like dieting. I was going to say, it reminds me of uh, yeah. uh, the cat. You wouldn't know this, but in the last two years, I've lost 175, 180 pounds. And people ask Holy me for shit. advice. That's awesome. And I start telling them, and then yeah, they immediately amazing. lose interest if it's like you have to do anything different. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's the thing. They're like, wait, you mean you just can't like make it happen? Yeah, hey, you don't take a pill and just right. boom, you can't <laughs> screw that. But I, I, it also makes me feel very sad because when I talk to people, you know, and when people ask, when I give that response, they kind of look at me like, like dead eyed, like, what? Like, I have to do something. I'm like, oh my gosh. I remember like, I would do, I would, I would do paintings. I do art gallery showings. I do all this stuff. Like, but I didn't just do it because I wanted to like be in the, I'm, like, like, 
I was lucky to do a movie. Mm-hmm. I did it because it was like, there has to be something in you to want and to get to where you're getting. Because if you don't have it in you, then you're not going to get there at all. And if you're not even willing to like watch a video, I'm like, I wish there was 80 videos when I first started. I wish I could have learned this crap instead of like learning it by myself and being alone, you know? Well, and once you're there, it's so hard too. Like film. And then you have to maintain. Right. So like, if you don't have a work ethic to get there, you're not going to even want to do all the work required to do it once you're there. Right. Right. Oh my gosh. 2000%. You are so right. And I think literally, at least with that, like it's got to be even harder when it comes to um, when people are asking for acting advice, because it's like, God bless. I mean, you got to put stuff in. It's not, you're not, you just don't walk on somewhere and think that you can smile or, or say a line and it works. No, you have to actually, you have to actually talk to somebody and you believe, they believe what you're saying. And they believe that you're a different person. And, yeah. Well, you know, I don't know. I mean, I wish it was I, – I wish the best for people that want to do it without putting the time in. But I don't know how that's possible because it's even hard to upkeep it. But and what's the point? Like, And we've spoken about um, how hard the business is uh, privately, but, but also – I think when you work really hard at something and it's worth it to you, there's a lot of pride that comes with having a body of work, right? And so there's just no point in doing it if you don't want to do it. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm very proud of what I do, but I also know that what I do doesn't, like, doesn't define me. You know what I mean? Like, I'm never one of those people that that it's like, oh, well, I'm like, you can be obsessed with what you do and everything, but like, it, I, I can still breathe without it. You know what I mean? And you have to be able to separate it enough so you can stay grounded to keep doing it. I mean, because if you become too full of yourself, then you're not yourself anymore. Yeah, I agree with that. I think um, the best artists live humbly, in my opinion, yeah. especially as an actor. Like, how am I supposed to? For me, acting is is only empathy, really. I only do because right. I'm a sensitive, empathetic person, and and if I weren't, I would be a very bad actor. I think like those two things aren't separate. But but uh, on the same hand, uh, as you all know, my roommate is a doctor, so. I I don't have an ego about what I'm doing. Like I'm not right. saving lives. And as we've spoken about, uh, I think COVID really puts a lot of that into perspective. Absolutely, well. absolutely. Oh, the interesting year it has been. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> this is uh, this, this we've talked about something uh, you know meaningful. And uh, from here, Shay wants to know: Can you turn to the right to see uh, the Christmas tree? Oh my gosh! Uh, oh, I love close. it. Yeah. Is that a yeah, silver that's Christmas a, tree or what? That's Christmas? just one of our Christmas trees. That means that's got to be my husband that said that. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah, uh, Troy and I, Troy the brothers. Um, <clears throat> we uh, when I was very young, our mom had a, a silver Christmas tree, 
And it was oh, like yeah. a real old one from like the seventies or sixties. Oh, that's what I want. I want one of those like the um the aluminum ones. I want yeah. one so bad. they're yeah. so expensive to, and they're hard to find. But if anyone out there finds one and they just want to give it to me, feel free. Right. Yeah. I don't we I guess we got rid of it years ago. Um but yeah, you'd have to dig around, Neil, see if it still exists, because that was one yeah, of and the then anywhere the color wheel, the remember, you'd put the color wheel on the ground, and you <laughs> would put lights on it, because it'd start on fire. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and when we had cats, we had cats that would, get, uh, at night, would knock the whole Just, tree down, playing with it. Yeah. And crawl up it, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was always, uh, <laughs> you'd wake up, and it would be everywhere. You'd be like, damn you cats, I and love you. they'd just you, be man. laying there looking Everything's all, uh, plastic innocent. from now yeah. on. <laughs> so Wally's Wonderland, you did mention it. I don't know how much you can talk about it. Okay, so Wally's Wonderland is Willie's, Willie's Wonderland now. Willie's, oh, okay. It changed from Wally's to Willie's. Yeah, only because I think it had to come down to, like, I think it's like, uh, what is it? Um, crap, the Chevy Chase movie. Um, oh, Vacation. Yes. National oh, yeah, Wally's World. Okay. I think it had to do with that. I think it had to do with – I I didn't get, like, all the logistics about why, but, like, I always loved it being Wally's. It's Willie's. Willie's works, you know. Um, that was a fun one. Sadly, I can't say anything about it, but it was super, super fun. Like, I mean, you always go in. Um, we filmed it right outside of Atlanta. Um you know, the first couple of days is always like, you know, you're you're putting your feet in the water and trying to figure things out. And um, but it was really cool because, like, after I like I did breach a couple months before that, and um, and you you know when you get to the point that you kind of get pooped out a little bit, and um, but yeah, when I did that one, yeah. The first week was a little sketchy. And then after that, when I started like being able to do the effects and stuff like that, I worked with, um, Jordan Sanders was there with me. And then, um, and then of course it was put through, through soda effects and, um, and yeah. And I spent me and Jordan spent, you know, almost a month like covering Nick with a bunch of goo <laughs> And um, he was amazing. Uh-huh. He was amazing. He is. I know there's a lot of people that are like either they like, like him or don't like him. And I've always he's like guilty pleasure for me. Like I love I, like yeah. Sorcerer's, App- Sorcerer's Apprentice, and like I always love watching his movies because it's him. And I always think he's fun to watch. And but with working with him, dude, that dude is actually really smart. He's really smart, and he actually puts a lot into it. And um he was really gracious um, and he wasn't a brat when I had to do my job. And believe me, I've worked with some actors that if I would do what I did to him, they would just complain all the time. And he never complained once. He was, okay. I was super stoked. It, like it made my, like made my job so awesome. So it made it fun. Yeah. I'm actually happy to hear that. Cause I'm also, yeah, he's like thing, awesome. So. Like seriously. And his makeup artist, Pamela Warden, she's like super awesome. Like it's her, his personal makeup artist, and she was super easy to work with. And and um, you know, we, like everything that was done, like obviously everything that was flying and dying, that was my job. Anything that had to be reestablished was Pamela's on him, and we worked together perfection. She was great, and 
I think right now they're in Budapest and she'll be coming home soon. So it's like, yeah, it was like, I'm crossing my fingers because it looks like that movie is going to be really fun and a good one. And cross my fingers because they're talking about doing a part two. So. Oh, nice. Yeah. Well, here and there, you know what I mean? When right, they right. ask. Yeah. So I'm like, dude, that would be fun. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just reading the write up and it says Nicholas Cage and then they, they write in demonic animatronics. So I'm like, okay, well, this sounds, this sounds for me. So everything you've heard is a hundred percent of what it is. And I just, I so wish that I could say things because it's like, it's fun. Like, uh-huh. I'm excited to see it. And it, it, I mean, it looks like it's coming out like, I don't know, maybe February, March, okay. something like that. Cool. So we can always do part two and we'll bring you back and then we'll talk. Oh about my it. gosh. I'm telling you, like, I'm excited to see it. I mean, yeah. and I, that's, I don't say that a lot. When yeah. I, I was going to say, is that, is it uh, sometimes hard to watch your own move, movies that you worked on, like as a movie? Um, well, lately I've been really digging it. Like I've been, um, like I told Trista, I got watched Purgatory Road mm-hmm. and I watched it um, with my sister and her husband. Um, and I was so excited to like just watch it with somebody. And, and I knew it was going to be good, but like I just like really enjoyed it even more. And um and it was really cool because like I always ask my family I'm like do you want to just watch the movie or do you want me to give you commentary <laughs> and they're they're like give me commentary and I'm like okay right there I'm hiding behind the garbage can <laughs> and over there like I'm over there and like there I'm literally down on the ground spraying a spray bottle up their face so it makes it fun so we watched uh we watched Purgatory Road and then we watched uh, the special that night and we had a really good time. Yeah, especially I, was a fun one to watch. Yeah, I'm. Uh, it was going to play at a um, con- one of the last conventions I was at Buffalo Dreams Fantastic Film Festival, and um, for some reason it did. Got, I may, I think it might have got distribution. But anyway, some reason it didn't play. But I was looking forward to seeing it because it sounded fun. And have you seen it yet? No, I've not seen it yet. Oh my gosh, you have to see it. I think it's on Am. Do you have Amazon? Yeah, yeah. I, I think it it's on there. Prime. It's on Amazon Prime. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna have to watch this. Yeah, watch it. Like, and then so everything once it starts getting gross, that's me. So, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and the end part, like, it's totally worth it. Harrison was amazing to work with. Yeah, he's again, a really like, nice guy. We had him on the show a couple times, and I met him at a, a Mad Monster party. He's a really nice guy. He's so nice. Like, he's just like super sweet. Like, you're you work with him. He's like, okay, can't. What do you need? And and then I'm like, oh, you got to work with this and this. He's like, don't worry. And he's very flexible and um, just like a really crazy kind human. Like, he's just such a doll. And um, and I think the thing that I love about him the most is like he has so much faith in people. And um, he, he doesn't look at anything besides the good side, which is so rare. You know, yeah, he people. seems a very positive person whenever yes. I've talked to him. Been around. He's a cool guy. Like, I really like him a lot. He, it was great doing the special with him. Cool. I mean, I was there, I think, for six days. And then um, and I was prepping and doing things. And then on the sixth day, we did an entire day of just effects. And I think that day, I could be wrong. Harrison would know. I think that day was like 16 or 16 or more hours. But it was so much fun because it was just all practical facts. So. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm definitely have to watch it. I might watch it later on tonight. 
yeah, I'm telling you, the end is worth it. Mm-hmm. And and um, Davy, like the um, main character, he's so sweet and he's so good, and you know, and he literally went through so much makeup and never even. He's like, "Cat, just do whatever you need to do." Like, I don't care. I just want it to look good. I'm like, oh, thank you. Because there's certain people that when you do movies, they're like, oh, yeah, I'll do, I'll put blood on me or I'll put prosthetics on me. And then 15 minutes into it, they're like, oh, Lord, (laughs) I'm itchy. And I'm like, did you read the script? You were supposed to be like a full on monster and you're angry about it. So. Yeah, um, you, I, I could see not wanting to do that, but you would think just don't sign up for it then. Oh, that's why I always say whenever I talk to producers, directors of movies, I'm like, just whatever you do, whoever you hire, even if somebody isn't getting a lot of prosthetics, if they're getting a lot of blood on them, like, like talk to them about it. Like communication. I think communication is super key. And I think that a lot of people just want to grab somebody and get them and not really talk to them. But I always think that if you – if you really talk everything through, then there's not going to be any miscommunication and no hard feelings or no nothing. And I always say, like, you can have them call me. I will walk them through anything that I'm going to be doing. And on top of it, anything I've ever done to somebody, I've done to myself so I know how it feels. And I know if something's uncomfortable. I know if something's itchy. And I know when things are cold, you know. And, I mean, Tresta knows even on um, Purgatory Road, like, we were in um, that – the um, parking lot area and it was very chilly and I'm very aware and I'm, I'm like I'll just go under there grab blankets I'll lay underneath people and put my arms around them I'll talk to them but I'm first to make sure they're comfortable but I'm touching them but I'm like I'll do whatever to keep people warm you know especially if I put makeup on them then they're they're kind of like my kid at that point and that's what you do to take care of your kid Good. Uh, by the way, uh, where can people follow you to see? Uh, do you have a page like where people can see like pictures of your work? Do you do, you do anything like that? No, isn't that sad? Like I'm super yeah, bad at it. So I don't like maybe I'll work on that. <laughs> I should have taken during COVID or something. Like no, I'm just very bad at self promotion. And on top of it, I just I don't know. Like I'm just not one of those people that are like constantly pushing what I do. I just kind of do it because I love it, and then. Yeah, I don't know. No, I understand that. I mean, to do the show, I have to promote, but I also understand. I do it because I really like it. So I understand both uh, sides of that. No, no, I understand. Like, like I said, what you guys are doing, like, it's important to. I'm like, but you know what? For you, Neil, I'll work on that. How about that? All right, I'm very, I'm very happy now. That. Yeah, and it's not just for me. It'll, it'll help you as well. So. Yeah, but I, I like to look at it too. Oh, then then in future, like, when you come back on, I can just go take pictures and make a new banner. So. Well, I think the thing is, too, and I talked to Trista about before, it's like you do so many movies and then you can't show anybody these pictures. And then by the time right. you can, you've right. already done like seven other movies. Yeah. And then your phone gets filled up and then it goes oh, to the yeah. little Google cloud thing and then you got to find it. <laughs> and then I don't know how to find it. So I just like I'll Google monsters or ghosts or something. Right. I'm sure a few things like come up with me that, like a yeah. bottle of shampoo and yeah. <laughs> it would take me the like forever. Like, drink and yeah. yeah, I'm like, <laughs> I have so many pictures and it's like, that's how it was interesting when I started, like when I was talking to you guys, I was like, 
I should find my pictures, you know, they're somewhere. (laughs) But when you can't show them for so long, then you're like, well, well, I guess that picture's history until I find it again. (laughs) Then it's fun, though, when you find it. Yeah. 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 Really good memories. Yeah. Exactly. But I can relate to that. Like, if it wasn't for Neil, like, I'd never post any of, like, my stuff, you know, like, you post ninety five percent of my stuff. Man. I know Troy won't post his own his artwork he draws. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I need to see your artwork. Oh, then you got to talk to Neil because he's the one that. Okay, well I'll just talk to Neil. Yeah, uh, yeah. There's some. There's uh, there's Trista pictures that Troy's drawn and a lot of fun stuff for the show. Oh, cool! So. I'll totally look that up. Yeah. Don't worry, Trey. I'll just go to Neil. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the easiest way. Okay. <laughs> but that's why I was saying I could relate to that because, like, yeah, it's you just know, my own stuff, it's like, ah, it's around here all the time. Like, you know, right. like, who would want to see that? I Well, yeah, yeah, you get used to your stuff, but yeah. I'm sure it's still amazing. Thank you. Uh, before I forget, so this we're doing Doctors of December month. So it's uh, the month we're uh, dedicating to um, – doctors within the horror world and it's also to to pay thanks to the to the real heroes this month you know uh, oh that's very cool so do you have any favorite doctors in film primarily horror but it could be any kind of film um three animator (laughs) i'm i love it next week brian yosna is going to be on the show uh no way oh that's awesome i love the reanimator i do too um do anything dr giggles Another one. Oh, oh, we're nice. also going to have uh, the director of Dr. Giggles on soon. So. You no way. Yes. Yeah, you're yeah. doing a great job of plugging <laughs> on chat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Um, oh, my gosh. Well, of course, the dentist. You guys see the dentist because tec- technically a dentist is a doctor. Exactly. Very yeah. poor of it. Oh, my gosh. Like, I after actually, that, he was just in, like, Lifetime movies. But, Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Corbin Bernson. Uh, he, I well, I, yeah, I mostly I don't mention people who uh, turned down the show, but he actually did reply <laughs> himself and said it, he, he, it was he liked that we we're doing this, but he didn't. He couldn't do it, and I was like, well, "That's cool." He, he replied anyway. Oh yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> my fa- this I surprised from myself. My fav- my favorite time anyone turned down the show is um, William Shatner. I asked him to come on the show, and immediately I got a reply. William Shatner only does major media interviews. It was all in caps, the major media. <laughs> and it said it was from his, like his uh, whoever represents him. Like but in my mind, I'm something. thinking, it's just him sitting there, and he's, he was yeah. offended. That <laughs> That's he's like, awesome. What? I'm William Shatner. You know what the crazy <laughs> thing is? Because you really think he would be one of those ones that would like do it like and be like, F it, man. Like, I'm going to do this because he always kind of like goes off the deep, like, you know, does his own things. Yeah. And that's a bummer. It was. And another thing, I, uh, he honestly, I thought it was a great, um, at a convention, he did a panel and it wasn't, it was for, um, Twilight Zone. And he told all these stories that you never hear him talk about. And he seemed like a really different guy because he wasn't really doing the William Shatner shtick. He was talking about right. He was just memories. talking like a human. Yeah. And I recorded. And I thought it was great. And uh, and then he wouldn't let me. His people wouldn't let me uh, post it. They uh, they're like, no, you can't post that. <laughs> oh, anymore. that sucks. Like I actually think it makes him look good. I don't know why you don't want it anywhere. But well, you never like my. You never asked who my favorite person was besides Trista. <laughs> 
No, well, who is your favorite person besides Trista? Because that's every that, that's, <laughs> that's everyone's a favorite. question we should ask all of our guests. I, I love okay. it. Besides Trista first, and Monica. <laughs> um, my favorite flight because I worked in and like and I it's cool because I've got to work with like all different ranges. Because I mean, honestly, probably all the people are there's so many people are really good, but my very favorite one is Lance. Oh. Lance Hendrickson is my oh, I favorite. Love Lance Hendrickson. Yeah, and Lance I've worked with him, man. I think, like four times now. And every time, oh my gosh, he is amazing. He's amazing and sweet. I'm a big fan as well. Yeah. He's a guy I can just listen to stories from. Just oh my gosh. Sit yeah. back and, and let him talk. Yeah. And the thing is, is like His anytime he's gone to set, he literally will sit there and he doesn't dismiss anyone. When somebody's like, oh, I hate to bother you. Would you take a picture with me? He always does. Even when he's tired, everything. And he's always so kind. And he literally will listen to somebody talking to him. As opposed to just like nodding his head or talking about himself. He like yeah. literally listens to people. And I find that incredible. And I love the fact that he's like does his pottery. And he does other creative things. And and like it was so cool because it's because I worked with him, like, several times that, like, anytime he come on set, he would, like, know, like, ever. Like, he'd always remember me and come straight to me. And, and it was just, like, he's classy and graceful. You know what I mean? And he's just, like, the actors that, like, walk into a room and you don't feel like they're going to be a snob, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't, you know, I know a little bit, but uh, I had him on the show once, and uh, it was so, I always remember this, because he said he was sitting on top of, like, a giant sto- uh, statue of, like, a toad. Oh, know, that's right. Awesome. Over his own, a pool in his house, and I was just like, that's what? Awesome. But I was like, okay. <laughs> that's all. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I'm like, yes, please. <laughs> right. And his book's great, too, if you never read his book. Uh, Not Bad for Human. Yeah, that one is really good. And a uh, uh, personal experience with him was uh, at conventions. Uh, a friend of mine who runs a convention, very nice guy, but he'd always seat us in between like huge stars, which sounds great, but really it turns out to like there's giant lights over here and here, and, and we're just sitting there. Looking yeah, you end up holding posters while they get a signature or take <laughs> sure. a picture with somebody. So he sat us with you know. Nick Castle, like, the, the, the original uh, Michael Myers, so. He he, uh, he was sworn, <laughs> and next to the the cast of aliens, and they were sworn. But one of them was uh, was Lance Henriksen, and he came over the whole weekend and talked to us, and was very. Oh, happy. he was the best. And then he wore the shades. He wore them yes, without he your head shades. Right. Giving I was going to say the camera, which was classic. He said, besides Trista, but that's two, like two of only only a couple people who have the without your head sunglasses are wow. Lance Henriksen and Trista Robinson. So I, that might have been the same convention deal that like. The elevator broke. And I think it was, actually. So then, like, we had to walk down all the stairs, and I forget what floor we were on. Were we on the fourth floor or the fifth floor? Probably the so, fifth floor. But, yeah. yeah. So we're down, and everybody's whining And he came walking down, and he's like, yeah, you know, being up on the eighth floor, that's a lot of stairs. And, like, dude, you're like, 35 years older than I am. Like, and you're not really complaining about it. I guess I should just shut up then. 
Yeah, he's just so cool. Yeah. The first time I ever worked with him was on Cyrus, and and then all the people were like, like, oh, Lance's coming, and I was like, I was tired. I had so much to do. Like Brian Krause is in it, and Daniel Harris, and and I was pretty stoked because it'd be the first time I worked with him. But I'm like, we were in like you know the RV thing. And I was sitting on the table because the director was talking to me, trying to figure out what we were going to do this day. And Lance walked in and all these people are talking to him. And I was sitting at the table and he looked at me and he said, are you cat? Cause I like we messaged back and forth on email. I'm like, yeah. And he's like, you smoke, right? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, let's go. Grab my arm and pull me out of the RV. And then we hid, we hid and we smoked for like a half an hour. We're just like, <laughs> you know, like, can you guys get back in and can we talk, can we talk about like actually filming so. that's why I briefly smoked a pipe at conventions so I can hang out with the cool people out in the right stations. yeah <laughs> or you can get those little those gum candy things now that I think they're back right. now like, yeah I, put, I used day? to I met I brought this up for the first time recently I put I didn't even use real tobacco I used some kind of mint thing so I was oh, yeah. really, just I was, a relaxation yeah. Yeah. just so I can hang no out with the smokers right <laughs> yeah. that's oh, why yeah. you bring me to these conventions I think right that's the only reason I know be, no no lug your stuff around well yeah of course that's the other yeah one. being in the smoking <laughs> section is very helpful you know, yeah, you do meet a lot of cool people. <laughs> so that that's that's the moral of the show tonight. Yeah, is, is to hang out with the smokers, but yeah, don't smoke the smokers. Yeah. Right. That is not the moral. And if you want to hang out with the kid, cool. Yeah. <laughs> you got to drink and smoke, and then you're yep. cool. <laughs> no, that's bad. It's all bad. Don't do any of that. I agree. <laughs> just wear christmas hats you'll be good that's right it's all good mm-hmm. i have like some yetis here i'm sorry to interrupt the show but i don't know what what this is but there's a bunch of yetis huh. hmm. oh it's like the bumble interesting i don't know what that is why that's there i shouldn't have interrupted the show for that but i found it interesting because right, then we can say bumbles bounce Exactly. <laughs> That's right, they do. So, uh, anything uh, in the works? I know Willie's Wonderland will be coming out uh, in the next couple months. Yeah, and I think Breach is coming out, I think, this month. I think they're having premieres in Georgia and stuff like that. And um, they're going to theaters, whatever theaters are open, you know, sadly. Yeah. And, um, and then, obviously, they're going to do, like, I think everything's going direct um, with Willie's. I'm very excited to see how that's going to happen. I think they were kind of waiting to see if maybe they could with a COVID, yeah. you know, but um, we'll see what they do with that. Like I said, I'm equally as excited to see it. I've, you know, even with me working on it and seeing the footage of some, I got to do some badass shit and it was fun. So that'll be a fun see. And then I guess there was like stuff coming up this year, definitely. Um, like Roy from Soda Facts um, was talking about like maybe Harrison's doing some stuff. I'm always up for working for Harrison again if he's doing anything. And there's some other, uh, oh, um, 
you know, I mean, there's a couple things just can't say because I don't know if they want me to bring them up. But um, yeah, so we'll see. You know, and then it really just depends on what's going on in the world to see if it's a, a right choice for me to do. Um, so, yeah. I mean, other than that, I just want to kill some people. There and, you go. And, and that's, 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 that's the that's real right. moral just, of the show. I just, I just want to kill some people. Yep. Yep. <laughs> it's about <laughs> that time. Right. Miss Candace brings up that you're a master gardener and a rock collector. Very creative in every aspect of her life. Wow. Yes. Yes, I am. I am. I'm get want to get my master gardener's license next year. Wow. I was nice. going to do it this year. And then, yes, I love roses and I do landscaping and rock work. And, and then I build everything and then pretty much everything in our house for Christmas. All the reeds, everything I built. And, yeah. Wow. Can't, can't what, keep a woman down. Yeah, what, what does rock glitter. work involve? Like, yeah, give me some glitter. Like carving rock or like? Oh, like I'll do rock? like rock stacking and stuff like that. I want to sure. do, um, I'm going to be doing, I want to do molds and stuff like that so I can do like sculptures. I do wood sculptures and stuff like that. Oh, wow. That's very cool. Very interesting. Well, got to keep busy somehow, right? Yeah. Oh, that's right. I forgot to bring this up because, um, uh, the special, uh, by the way, Miss Candace brings up uh, one best FX award at. Uh, I have it in my notes, and I forgot to bring it up at the Grim Fest. Yes, yeah, I was really excited for them. I was super excited for Harrison to get that. I mean, Harrison really deserves it. Um, he works really hard on his movies, and like I said, that was a fun one to do, you know. And it does have like a couple of puppet heads. And that expand and do all this stuff. And, um, yeah, and that was the one that we did all the massive effects in one day yeah. when I flew in. And, yeah, I mean, that's the one you've got to watch. Like, the end yeah. is very gooey. If you like the, the, and like that, gooey the end, it has, yeah. it has all of the, um, like, the gel tints on the lights. That would be, like, for the flies. So it has, like, all those blues, reds, and purples and stuff like that. So it has that ambiance that way. Nice. Colorful, colorful puppets and goo. Some sort. Yeah, it's very, very gooey. Very. The three things very I look for in, in film. Very moist. Yeah. Very moist. <laughs> uh, Trista, anything else? Uh, Pat, I was wondering, uh, you live in Memphis, right? So do you, yeah, we are live... you on the road all the time or do you ever get to work locally? Yeah, we live right outside of Memphis. We live kind of like in Oakland, Tennessee. It's right outside the city limits. Um, we've been here for, well, Shay's lived. My husband's lived here his whole life. Um, I lived in, like, Michigan and then Chicago for 23 years. And um, so I've been down here for eight years, and all I do is travel for work. So I never have gotten to work in Tennessee at all in eight years. Wow. But I think, too, with this state, like mm-hmm. – I mean, it, it's it's more of like music videos, um, beauty stuff, like which I do beauty, like beauty, beauty makeup also. But I think there's, I think what it comes down to is there's such, just like it was in Chicago before when I first started. There's like so many people that are ingrained in there. Those are the first people they're gonna call. And then again, I really haven't spent the time to go like, hey, I'm gonna um, put my name out there when I'm home, because when I'm home, I kind of just want to like, I'm done working and I just want to like chill out, you know, 
do something at home. I just cook a lot and me and Shay hang out. And so when I'm home, I guess I really don't want to work as much. So yeah, I don't know. It's probably like, I'm probably making my own spinny thing of like, you know, not staying home. But it's cool to go other places. Get then you get to yeah. meet like a million other cool people. Yeah, very good. All right, this has been really fun. I'm glad that well, this worked out. Guys. Thanks, Trista, for suggesting it, and thank you for coming on. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And this will be fun to so do much. again. Once we could talk about Willie's Wonderland, I think it'd be fun. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because I actually once that happens. I'll talk to Jessica and Jeremy and the producers and stuff like that. And then once we're able to like put out, because I got some really cool pictures when that happens and like, so yeah, definitely. Very good. We'd love that. Yeah. It, it, oh, yeah. I'm, it's going to be a fun one either way. It's going to be moist. That's the only way I can put it without saying anything. <laughs> It's going to go on the poster. It's a moist one. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you all so much for hanging out with me. I appreciate it. Thank you for having the patience when my totally phone was fine. not working. Yeah. It all oh, worked out. Perfect. Yeah. Well, have well a good you night. guys have a fantastic night, and thank I'm you. sure I'll talk to you all soon. Yeah. And have a great uh, Christmas. Yeah, you guys thank do. You so much. Thank you. Thank you so much and Merry Christmas and Happy New Year and talk to y'all soon. Yep. And thanks everyone for watching. There's a full chat tonight. Everyone is here to uh to praise Kath. Very nice. Uh, everyone nice. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> good night, everybody. Okay, good, good night. night. Bye. From ancient terrors to the search for modern day conspiracies, the tomb of Nick Cage is the new sound in horror rock. Uncover the mystery of old world horror for the new world order on iTunes, Amazon, and more. The Tomb of Nick Cage. Find out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. The Tomb of Nick Cage. They're coming